you guys would like to have something else we'll throw into the show here? What's something that you haven't had? I don't care what it is. There, <laughs> and there's everything over there. there. I would say there's two bottles over there. I'm not going to open until my grand, no, grandkids' birth. So I'm not even yeah. worried about that. I'm <laughs> looking at something by, directly behind me Yeah, that's already open. Oh, yeah. What is it? And I can't decide if the well are foolproof or the Weller 12. Well, I'll tell you that. Weller foolproof. Jim went on that pick. But that Weller 12 is... I would say both of them are pretty hard to find. Yeah. I would, I would say let's do the 12. Yeah, let's, you want to try the 12? Let's do, yeah. let's, let's do some Weller 12. All right. Welcome to another trip down the Bourbon Road with your hosts, Jim and Mike. So grab a glass of your favorite bourbon and kick back. We would like to thank Tommy and Gwen Mitchell from Logheads Home Center for supporting this episode of The Bourbon Road. Find out more about their fine rustic furniture at logheadshomecenter.com. Hello, everyone. I'm Jim Shannon. And I'm Mike Hyatt. And this is The Bourbon Road. And Mike, where are we today? We're out here on Jeff the Ben Farm in Shelbyville, Kentucky. That's your house. That's my house. Am I not my house? Like, yeah, we are. <laughs> and who do we have with us? So we got some special guests. We got our listeners. Our number one listener, I think, is uh, we got Jay and Jen Waller from South Carolina. And you guys drove up here to visit the Bourbon Trail and to come hang out with us for a bit, huh? We did. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. So how long of a drive is that for you guys? It's about six and a half hours. Six and a half hours. Now, when did you leave? We left yesterday morning. Yeah. Um, and we went to Asheville first. Uh, we were going going to see the Brent Cobb show. Um, but with recent world events and COVID-19 going on, we decided it would might be better to pull back and just go ahead and hang out at the uh, hotel. Yeah. Um, instead of going to the concert, the venue was completely sold out. It was supposed to be about 4,000 people. So... We said, uh, maybe we shouldn't do that just, just to be on the safe side. And, uh, and we drove up here this morning. So Brent was in North Carolina with you and he's coming actually here. Or are you supposed to anyway? I guess we'll find out, Mike, won't we? Hopefully, hopefully. I think it's going to be postponed, but who knows? You know, this coronavirus is, uh, is definitely something scary. And, you know, you guys probably made the right decision. Plus you sat and drank bourbon last night, right? Yes, sir. So, <laughs> I mean, we can kill that coronavirus with bourbon, I think. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> as long as you don't put ice in it. Yeah. Well, Mike and I and the girls, we were supposed to go see Brent Cobb tonight, and we had backstage passes to go back and have a podcast interview with him. And we'll see if that happens still. We don't know, but we'll find out. Anyway, you guys are staying in Lexington, Kentucky. Yes. And uh, that's sort of your home base during your trip here. It yes, is. sir. And, uh, and you're traveling around this morning. You were at? Buffalo Trace. Buffalo Trace Distillery. Yep. Well, we'll get into all of that. But, Mike, what do you say we get into this first whiskey? Yeah. So, you know, you know, when guests come to our house and they bring whiskey, I'm, I'm pretty happy. Yeah. So what would you, you bring us there? Well, we brought Jay? the 6 and 25 grain bourbon whiskey from Powdersville, South Carolina. Um, the, 6 and 20, is that the distillery name? Yes. Okay. It's uh, 45% volume, 90 proof. Um, it's a... They claim to be the world's first five grain bourbon. So obviously they have corn, soft bread, wheat winter, barley, rye, and their fifth grain is rice. Okay. That totally makes sense with South Carolina. You know, rice, you know, low country is what their website said. And right. Low country rice, I think. 
It's kind of like grits, but rice too. There. Yeah. So don't think, isn't rice grown like in South Carolina, Florida, yeah. like Mississippi, Arkansas, New Orleans, that, yeah. that whole Southeastern coastal area. Right? Yeah. Charleston yes. has a lot of. The Charleston does. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. I've been in Charleston just a little bit. I was stationed there for many years, but <laughs> um, yeah, it's been a long time since I was back. But anyway, so you've brought this and this is a five grain whiskey. Um, what What's the proof on it? 90. 90 proof. Five I'm, grain bourbon, you know, that's, that's, that's something definitely different. We've seen plenty of four grains out there and um, they got a, their website's pretty nice. Uh, six and 20. I don't know if you two know this or not, but it was from a Chuckataw Chuckataw maiden and an English trader that had a love affair uh, that was pretty much prohibited back then, and um, they ran away together. So oh, interesting. Yeah. Wow. So what's the six and twenty mean? I don't know. The website doesn't say that. No. <laughs> I was <laughs> thinking that'd be awful bad if she was six years old. And, and we, <laughs> and we haven't had the opportunity to go to the to the, the distillery to to uh, do a tour or anything like that yet either. So, so Jay, this is your first time having this whiskey as well. Yes, sir. All right. Jen, you too. Yes. All right. Well, this is this is from your home turf. Mm-hmm. So you're traveling with a homemade. I mean, not home, hometown whiskey. <laughs> home, homemade hooch. <laughs> and it's, the website states it's three year. So okay. Um, so three year, five grade bourbon out of South Carolina, ninety proof. Yes, ninety proof. All right. Well, let's check it out. I've already been sipping on it. You know me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mike. We kind of know <laughs> drinking on it. Yeah. So that has now i i'm not familiar with what rice brings to the ball game personally i think that sweetness um yeah you think so i think a little bit of sweetness and i think i could when he knows it i could smell a little bit of that but i'm not sure it's still tricky to the nose (laughs) well i'm telling you i'm I'm really getting that barley though i'm getting that malted barley i'm getting that uh that nose of a of a good irish whiskey or a uh, a non-peated scotch um, but there's some rye in there. There's a little bit of rye in there. Yeah, they got, got just a little bit on the back end. Yeah, which they say that on their their website. One of the notes is cinnamon, and I think that would be that cinnamon taste. Yeah. Not not pepper, yeah. but cinnamon's got that little bit of spice to it. Little bite. We well, already drinking it. I think we ought to move from the nose to the palate, huh? What do you think? Look at Jay's over there, like me, s- sipping on down. What do you think? It's 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 actually pretty. Pretty good. Yeah. It's uh it's a little light up front. I mean, it's definitely light, a light whiskey. I'd call it a spring whiskey, you know. Yeah. It is kind of spring outside, isn't <laughs> right. it? Right. Jen, what do you think? Yeah, it is kind very of spring light. here in Kentucky. Yes, it's beautiful. Uh, so what's your uh to kind of get both of you? Jay, you're a military veteran. Yes. How many years? Twenty four years. Twenty four years. So that means and how long have you two been married? We've been married seven years. Seven years. Yeah. So the last seven years, you were a military spouse. Mm-hmm. So I know me and Jim both did the military thing. So we don't right. usually thank veterans because, you know, they did the same thing we did. But right. we'll thank you for, for <laughs> traveling along. <laughs> well, I, actually, I was lucky. I met him when he was at Fort Jackson. So we didn't. I did not have to travel. You didn't have to travel at all. Mm-hmm. Well, that's nope. not a whole lot of sacrifice there, huh? Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I was a drill I sergeant. I the tail end of him. <laughs> I was a drill sergeant at the time. Well, right. sacrifice with that, right? Well, yeah. Long yeah. hours. Long hours. Yeah. yeah. Now, did you guys live in base housing? You live no. off base? Or? Off post. Yeah. Off post, yeah. She yeah. said no. no. <laughs> <laughs> now, I've done both, so. Well, yeah. Base housing's changed a lot uh, in the past couple of years. Yeah. You know, they've made it a lot better from, you know, when I came in, base housing was, oh, that's horrible. 
Yeah. I couldn't believe how people lived back then. It was, we always call them vertical trailer houses. <laughs> right. <laughs> You're absolutely right. right. I mean, but then we, my son, we go down to see him at Barksdale Air Force Base and they live in a brand new, I'd say three bedroom uh, townhouse. It's, or a duplex, I guess, is what it is. And it, it is, I'm like, man, where were these things at when I was? That's right duty? outside of Shreveport, right? Right outside of Shreveport. I lived yep. in Shreveport for a while. Yeah. Dirty yeah. South down there. Yeah. <laughs> 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 want to be polite. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, going back to this whiskey a little bit, I, I will say this. I, I'd say it's, um, like I said, it was light. It's, uh, and, you know, on the front of the palate, I think it's kind of, a, it's, a, it's a light fruit for me, Mike. It's like a peach or a pear or a, um, You'd get that peach. Peach, yeah. yeah. Um, it's not too sweet though, but on the back end, it is a little dry. I think it is very, very dry. But you get that pepper or that uh, that rye spice on the back. Yeah, I get the pepper. I'd be Definitely. interested where it goes in you know three or four more years. Um, yeah, if they're going to bring their age statement up and they're trying to make it, you know, that's understandable. People whenever they open their doors and they got some different products, they got to keep those lights on, and it looks like that's what they're doing. I'm not too big into the bottle itself. Um, it's just that's that, that that's stag, that stag junior stag bottle. Junior bottle. Right. And yeah. I think a lot of distillers find out when they get that bottle um, that they made the mistake and they should have did something different. That's, I guess, the only thing against it was be the bottle size. And that's not a bartender's bottle either. A lot of no. bartenders don't like that bottle because it's too big. Yep. Fine for me because I got these gigantic hands. When you can't put it in speed racks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I think that... Uh, you know, it's got some good notes. It's got some things that I, I say, that's that's really good. I like that. Yeah, I'm glad you guys brought it. I, I'm yeah. excited that you brought something from your home state. Uh, that's important to me that, you know, I've got a bunch of, te- well, I just had a bunch of Texas bourbons. I got two Texas bourbons. Um, and I like to drink those and sample them and stuff. Even though I, I will say this, good bourbon comes from Kentucky. <laughs> 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 I mean, there's nobody could deny that yeah absolutely well i think good bourbon comes from south carolina too yeah. i think that you know six and 20 this five grain it, it's got some notes that are that are nice it's got i can see the future in it it's a young bourbon i think yes even at two or three years it's yeah. still got a little bit of youth to it i don't think they made any mistakes with it that's for sure yeah yeah there's nothing here that drives me away it, there's something here that says you know what i might not run out and buy another bottle of this three-year-old right now but I'm looking forward to the four-year-old and the five-year-old. That's kind of what I was thinking too. I, yeah, it'd probably pick up a little bit more oak on that. You know, that four, fifth year, it's going to suck some of that oak yeah. out of there and and make it more caramely. I think bring some of those sugars out of that out of that wood would be nice. So, Jim, what what was your first bourbon? Uh, have to say, Maker's Mark. Maker's. How long ago was that? while ago (laughs) (laughs) oh was that as a teenager no no not that far back (laughs) um you can't get work for it now no no um (laughs) i would say gosh late 30s early 40s so that's 10 15 years okay oh so you just gave us your age congratulations thank you what about you jay I'm responsible for that. Well, yeah, you've <laughs> pretty much over the course of the last year and a half to two years, because I was always a beer drinker. Okay. Um, I had delved into whiskey ever so slightly with the uh, Crown Royal Black, because um, I tried 
Jack Daniels bourbon or Jack Daniels whiskey when I was a kid, teenager with a buddy of mine across the street. Uh, his dad worked at a liquor store and he always had it on the shelf. So we tried it and I said, I'm never drinking that stuff again. Um, so, you know, um, I kind of switched over and just did beer specifically. Um, and being a barracks rat in the military, you go buy a case of Budweiser and everybody's coming to your room to steal all your beer. So I started going to the craft brewing and kind of shifted focus to that because no, none of my buddies wanted to drink that. So I said, well, this is pretty smart because now I can spend my money on my beer and nobody else will drink it. <laughs> there you go. Now, what was your first, uh, you went to basic training there at Fort Jackson, South Carolina. Yes. I like did. right after I did actually. Yeah. I was Maybe there. talked about that. I was there in 92, uh, May of 92 and left there May of 90 or September of 92. And then, uh, I was in reserves, So I went to reserves, stayed there for two years and then went active and so what was your first duty station after you went active duty? Fort Lewis, Washington. Fort Lewis, Washington. You remember moving into the barracks there? Oh yeah. It was, it's funny because our battalion mailroom, I'm, I'm admin by nature and that's what I was in the military, human resources, administrative. Um, and our barracks were the old world war II barracks that my father and his brother did basic training in, in 1968, 69. Um, in our battalion mailroom, they tried to paint over red paint that said scheduled for demo 91 <laughs> with white paint. <laughs> so, um, of course, the way my career progressed, I went from there to um, I did five months in Cuba during the the Clinton years and the Cuban and uh, Haitian migrant repatriation um, and then went to Fort Jackson again. So but you were at Gitmo? Yes. How'd you like Gitmo? I, I loved it. Yeah. Um, we worked six days a week, um, but on Saturday afternoons, <clears throat> excuse me, we'd get off at f about noon and seven of us would go rent a boat and it cost us $6. Mm -hmm. And we'd stay out all, we'd, $6 a person. It was $42, but $6 a person. We'd stay out fishing all night. And they still have Cable Beach down there? Yes. Yeah. They still allow you to cliff dive next to Cable Beach? I don't. I, I never did that. Oh, you didn't? I don't, I don't think they do. I think they shut that beach down. It's still there, but I think they shut it down lately because of the prison stuff. And they have a port security unit from the Coast Guard down there guarding. That makes sense. All yeah. that. So they want to make sure nobody's out there. So uh, Yeah, because even when I was down there back in 95, they, they had um, Camp X-Ray. So pay call, pay call was... By the time he went active duty, pay call wasn't a not a thing. I don't think anymore, probably, because mm -hmm. I when I I talked about that before when I first came in in the, my first unit, you'd go up to the window and scream your social security out in front of two or three hundred people, <laughs> yep, right. and then they would <laughs> give you your pay in cash or cashiers checks or travelers checks, whatever you wanted, they yeah, give the, to you. Basic training in AIT. That's, that's how they. Pay, that's how we got paid. And then we had a beer machine in the in the barracks, and I would say that I'd go up there and just load that sucker up with quarters and uh, load myself up with beer and take it up to my room. And we'd actually crawl, climb on top of the barracks and dangle our feet over to three or four stories and until somebody fell off the top. Then they shut that down. Yeah, they shut that down. Under fun, somebody said, "Hold my beard." <laughs> so you've been uh, you've been out of the military now. How long? I retired in October of 2015. Okay. So what have you been doing since then? So what do you do for a living? I'm a human resources director for a one-day denture clinic. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. So you're hiring, hiring and firing? 
Yes, the original one day denture so, clinic. So are they shaking they shaking their boots when they come to your office? No. <laughs> it's it's that's been probably the hardest transition in my life. Is yeah. is going from total control in the military to no control on the civilian side. Yeah. Now, Jim, what do you do? I was service industry for over twenty years. And, so you, and have you retired. Were, you were a bartender, you said. Yes. Throwing that. Throwing that bourbon around. Slinging drinks. Slinging drinks. Yeah, it sounded <laughs> yeah. like we were talking about this bottle shape. You knew what you were talking about. Yeah. 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 Well, that's that's nice to know. You know what fits there and you know right. you know about bottles and what other people like and stuff. Sure. You ever see yourself working at a distillery? Uh, I think it would be fun. Because market yeah. marketing, you know, you to me that's uh we just had Jackie Zykan on and uh she Zykan Zykan J- Jackie Zykan she is the master taster for Old Forester and uh Yeah, that would be a great job. <laughs> so she was a bar she was a bartender and oh, I nice. think one of the things about that is not only that she can taste drinks and she has a good palate but she also knows about marketing and yeah. what fits right on the shelf and um you know what goes together good and Sure. what's going to sell. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. Yeah. That's sometimes that's just as important as what's in the bottle, you know. Absolutely, yeah. You know, Mike, I was just sitting here thinking, I was thinking, you know, sometimes we do these podcasts, we got like an audience, a little bit of an audience when we do them. And I just got to looking up on the walls, I said, We have an audience today, too. <laughs> we do. Yeah, I got a couple of deer hanging up on the wall, just a, just a couple there. It's like the gallery, though. <laughs> you know, I'm waiting for them to clap. Not, not a, a realtor's friend. We, we had uh, sold a house up in Ohio and. She's like, you got to take them deer down. I'm yeah. like, what? That's it. That'll sell this house. She's like, no, it won't. It won't. <laughs> no, it won't. I think it probably would have sold it. <laughs> to, to, that, to the right person. To the one in 10 that's a, a deer lover. <laughs> Man. America. That's all America. I got to say. America. <laughs> so you guys yeah. have been drinking bourbon now for together for a couple of years. Yeah. Yes. You've been drinking longer than that, but yes. together you guys have been kind of on this bourbon thing. Tell us about kind of how you got like head over heels into it. How did that happen? It's fun. We get up on Saturdays and we'll go bourbon hunt for a couple hours and just see what you can find. Yeah. You know? Just so you have your like honey holes that you go to? We found a few. Yeah. We found at least one. Um, it's he's, he's a good guy. Yeah. That's uh, where we got, um, I got an E.H. Taylor, an Eagle Rare, or E.H. Taylor small batch. Okay. Stag Junior. Uh-huh. Batch 13. And uh, Eagle Rare. Um, all at the same shop, all within about five to ten dollars of MSRP. Good. So you know, and that's what everybody says is right. you got to look for the places that don't have the prices out off, off, through the roof. Yeah. Um, but we, at the same time, he has a bottle of one hundred seven antique Weller antique one hundred seven there for one fifty. Okay. Mm. You know, yeah. sorry, and you, I, and you said pass. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So yeah. Do, do you guys? Do you guys have like? a store real close to you that you frequent every weekend or do you just, you not do that? You just, you know, we did, but, um, the last time we went there and I was asking when the Elijah Craig was going to be released, they gave us such a bad attitude. I'm sorry. I'm just coming to ask a question about your business and see when it will be available because I would like to come and purchase it from you. I, I think, uh, they get sick of I've had a, well, I've had a, well, they probably do get tired of being mm-hmm. asked about it. But the thing is, is what the store has to realize that if you shop there every day or not every day, but if you're their loyal customer, right. they also got a, you know, I got a store up here and 
I go in there and I, every time I walk in there, he's like, guys, I'm in the back for you. Yeah. But I've also seen people walk in there while I'm getting my bottle and they'll say, Hey, do you have anything? And he's like, Nope, nope. I sure don't. Because I'm his, I'm his customer. I'm the guy that's putting a, putting a bread on the table for him. I'm buying a bottle, not every week, but I'll buy a bottle from him. And I got two stores I like going to. Um, and, you know, dad's drinking bourbon kind of beat us up for it. And I, this was my explanation about buying from a small store here that might be 10 or 20% more is because by the time I drive all the way to Louisville and then drive all the way back and I spend the time in the store there, I'm probably looking at about an hour, 15 minutes, hour 30. Right, Jim? That's right. And then what's my time worth? Right. Um, when I can just pop up here and pop in the store and God knows me by first name. Well, I, I, I was actually mentioned that to Jen on the way here today. Um, was talking about the last episode and, and I completely understand that because by the time you, your time, your gas to get to and from, yeah, you just paid the same price. Yep. So what, what's the difference? Maybe, right. even, maybe even more whenever you think about how much you make it per hour. Now that's not going to work, but still you're like, man, and then I got to fight traffic. What happens if I get stuck in traffic going into Louisville? Cause you, that can always happen in Louisville, probably anywhere in the country. Yeah. But it, it, to me, and it's also nice to support that. I can go to Liquor Barn, but I'm just paying Liquor Barn. When I go over here to Paradise or I go to the bourbon seller, I'm paying the, them two families that own those two liquor stores. Right. And I know who owns it. I know who the owner is. They've, they've helped us out before. So Absolutely. it's nice. So Mike and I live, we live about 10 miles apart. Yep. And I'm actually in Simpsonville, which is close to here, but we're a couple of exits apart. Right. And we've got a liquor store there as well. And that's my place. That's where I go to. And they're more expensive. And I pay the money. Right. I pay the money for the same reasons that Mike just mentioned. Right. Uh, you know, I can get in the car and I can drive to, you know, uh, whatever. Total Lick, wine. Liquor barn or Total Wine, the big box stores, and I can definitely get it cheaper. Right. But I'm in and I'm out. I'm, it's just a shopping adventure, right? When I go to my local liquor store, I'm there for 45 minutes talking to the guy. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> we, we have a relationship. It, that's and, what it is. It's building yeah, relationships. That's exactly it's like right. like when we went to um, Augusta. Augusta. When we were in that one liquor store for first part 45 minutes talking to So you to might that guy. find your local liquor stores and try to build that relationship and ask who the owner is. You know, because there's a liquor store here in town and one of their employees, I, I probably don't like him too much mm -hmm. um, just because he gave me the same kind of attitudes. And I'm right. like, I don't need that. I'll just go down the street. Exactly. Um, take my business elsewhere. And I'm, I'm fine with that. Um, so I, mean, it, it, I mean, listeners can take our advice with a grain of oh, salt. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's up to them how they want to do it. But for me, I get the pleasure out of chit-chatting with the owner, building a relationship. You know, they, they take me on barrel picks. You know, I, I get bottles set back for me, you know, I, uh, and yeah, I pay a little bit more than I would elsewhere. Sometimes they give me a discount too. It all depends, you know, just, so for me, that, that adds to the experience. It's also it nice does. to have a, you know, the, your podcast co-host living 10 miles down the road. Cause if he sees something, <laughs> exactly. or he's out on a trip and he says, Hey Mike, I see this. Do you want it? Um, well, I need to have an emergency flash on my phone or something yeah. <laughs> is what needs to happen. Like a slot machine's like going bat, off. Like the bat cam. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the same thing, if I see something, if I'm up at Kroger or something like that, I see they have some Henry McKenna 10-year out or I'm uh, at Paradise. I see something, I'll, I'll text Jim and say, hey, you need to bottle this? you want a bottle? I went to Barstown the other day and I said, hey, I'm going to stop by some distilleries. 
there's something you're looking for that, that I might see. Do you want it? And he was like, I'm, I'm good right now. He's got a, he says he doesn't have anything, but he does. <laughs> <laughs> he got a warehouse in his basement. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I, you, you gotta, you gotta take a break every now and then. I mean, right. you can get to the point where you're spending too much money. Oh yeah. And you got to take a break for a little on drink it. Yep. And then you can go back and shop some more. So, right. yeah. but anyway, well, I think it's probably a good place as any mic for us to take a little short break here. Yeah, we'll take a break. Um, they brought a second bottle as a gift. Pretty nice. And then we could dive into what you guys do. You went to Buffalo Trace and we'll talk about that and your next tours. How about that? Sounds okay. good. Sounds good. All right. like to thank Tommy and Gwen Mitchell from Logheads Home Center for supporting this episode of the Bourbon Road. Logheads Home Center, nestled in the hills of Kentucky, is an industry leader in building handcrafted rustic furniture. Family owned and operated, they take pride in offering only the very best for their customers. The Logheads, and that's what they like to call themselves, are skilled woodcrafters who are passionate about creating rustic furniture for people who appreciate the beauty of natural wood. Owners Tommy and Gwen don't just sell the rustic lifestyle, they live it. And you can be sure that Logheads Furniture will always be handcrafted in Kentucky by artisans who embrace the simple way of life. Logheads Rustic Furniture is made from northern white cedar, a sustainable wood that's naturally rot and termite resistant. Its beauty and quality will add warmth to your earthy lifestyle for generations to come. Be sure to check out everything they have to offer at logheadshomecenter.com. And while you're at it, Give Tommy and Gwen a shout on Facebook or Instagram at Logheads Home Center. All right, we're back and uh, we've got Jay and Jen and you're in from... uh, South Carolina, and we had a great first half. We really enjoyed ourselves. And for the second half, Mike and I are bringing a bottle. Uh, actually, we're bringing a bottle that you brought for us. <laughs> Jim, Jim's cheap like that. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so I put the word out that I was interested in getting my hands on the Elijah Craig Straight Rye, which um, is not available in Kentucky. It's made here, but it's not available. Not here. available here. But it is available in South Carolina. It is. Yes, it is. You were kind enough to bring a bottle to us. <laughs> yes, sir. Because I you knew so you asked. <laughs> so I just thought it was appropriate, our first time tasting this, to have it on the show with them. This is the bottle we're bringing. Because, you know, it kind of flip-flopped a little bit. Normally, we bring the bottle for the first half. Guest brings a bottle for the well, second they, half. They, and To be fair, we they showed up, and I, I put out a, just a couple bottles for them. <laughs> yeah. Well, make sure that they could try just pretty much anything. Yeah. Yes. What all did we drink during the, the preamble to the show? Oh, Wilderness Trail. Uh, Some Rebel Yell. I had Rebel the Rebel Yell. Ten, year. 10 years. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. It's very I good. had a little bit of that new Boone County in Mike, I think. I did uh, some Rebel Yell, and then I did... Uh, and then I and I tried some of that Boone County. I'm shameful. It's a good, great way to break up the day on Friday, isn't it? That's all we did. That's all we did bourbon, though. <laughs> well, light on a Mike's happy to hear that we're having a rye for the second half. And, <laughs> and the second half here is all about uh, Elijah Craig Straight Rye, which is a new release that they just came out with. And uh, I think the world is pretty happy about this in general. It seemed like everybody, when it first came out and people were posting about it, that 
everybody was had good things to say about it. Yeah. You're always going to have that one or two guys that probably never tasted it. It's like, that's horrible. Well, how do you know? Because it just came out. Right. Yeah. At least let it open it up, get it out of the neck and let it breathe a little bit. Well, exactly. And not only that, you know, I mean, the reason there are so many expressions of bourbon out there and expressions of rye is because there's so many palates and we all like something different. And for me, I kind of lean towards the spicier liquids. Mike likes the sweeter ones. Um, but, you know, we, we drink a little bit of what each other likes. Yeah. What about you guys? What do you prefer? I like the weeded's. As long as it's good, I'll drink it. <laughs> so you, uh, you're not more spicy or sweet? I, I tend to like the spice more than Jen does. Okay. But just because it's spicy or just because it's sweeter doesn't mean I won't drink either or. So are you learning to to like, you know, a lot of people think, oh, you're a whiskey drinker. You're just shooting whiskey back like whiskey shots. Right. And that's the worst thing you can do, no, right? Horrible. No. Um, exactly. That's the worst thing you can do. And that's what we like to Tell people take your time with it. It's a whiskey is made to sip. You exactly. Know, I think of a gentleman's um, gentleman's whiskey. I guess is what I think when I think of whiskey. Is some old dudes sitting around in their uh, cigar jackets <laughs> sipping on their whiskey, <laughs> right? Yeah. Mike, yeah, I think you're going to be disappointed. It's sweet. Well, I kind of thought it would be sweet, but <laughs> but let's let's talk about it a little bit. So this is Elijah Craig Straight Rye. It's a new release that they just come out with. I think everybody's sort of working. If they don't have a rye, they're working on their ryes. Yeah. What do you think? Um, this is a 94 proof Kentucky style rye. Right. Kentucky style means it's got quite a bit of corn in it. Right. So this is probably sitting at, we don't know what the mash bill is exactly, but it's probably sitting in the 50 or early 60s range on rye with a high amount of corn in it. Probably at 25% corn maybe, and then 10% barley. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I The mash bill may be kind of, may have leaked. It may be out there. Who knows? But I don't know what it is. But, uh, you know, there's a lot of good Kentucky-style rye. You know, you've got uh, uh, Knob Creek and... Um, and some others like Rittenhouse, and this is like drinking a uh, cinnamon candy. Yeah, yep, yeah. It's definitely kind of like I don't know about all that. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jen, you guys went over to Buffalo Trace this morning, right? We did, and you said you didn't get to take a tour because it's it's early. Or I mean, you're pressed for time for a little bit. Yeah, right? we were a little pressed. So, what did you guys get over there? We got. A bottle of Blanton's, two bottles of Buffalo Trace. That was it. And a white dog for your brother. And a white dog. And a white dog. Does he drink the white dog or does he want to put it in oak? He wants, he wants to, to put, put it, it in oak. oak. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> and what kind of oak is he going to use for that? Do you know? Or? Oh, I have no idea. He just told me to get it, so I got it for him. <laughs> so we, we actually, uh, you can tell your brother, we actually got a bottle sent to us. It's called Oak Bottle. Okay. Um, we still haven't tried it out yet. We got to do a show about that. Um, but it's a, a oak bottle and it's charred inside and you can age white dog in it. You can age wine in it. You could age pretty much anything. It in holds it. a full bottle? No, it's a three. They have a full bottle one. Okay. Um, I, we got the 375 one. Right. But, um, to try out. We just, I just haven't had time to do it. I've but seen a lot of those. I'm excited to do it. Um, the people I've seen do it, it has definitely changed that color and that that bourbon or whiskey, whatever they're putting in it. So that might be something you want to yeah, think be fun. about for your brother Yeah, out there. They are kind of, I think they're kind of pricey, uh, but 
it's got like 70 uses. You can use it 70 times. So I think that's something cool to do. Which is bad. Because I think some of the barrels don't have that many uses. No. I mean, the things, it's heavy and it's, uh, it's a nice, nice design. I think we'll try it in a couple different ways. Huh? Maybe we'll try some white dog in it. Maybe we'll try a, maybe a younger bourbon. Give it a little bit of yeah. chance to. One of the things I wanted to do was take a Weller Special Reserve and put it in there and see how dark <laughs> I could get that Weller Special Reserve and see if it's just some chocolatey goodness that just comes out of there. Um, yeah. Some people are like, I can't believe you'd do that with that Special Reserve, but hey, um, I want to see if I can get it darker than the 12-year. Your bourbon, your way. I said, hey, we say that all the time. That's right. We, we be- I wholeheartedly believe that. You know, I, somebody will dog on us about putting a bottle up, and I, I'm like, hey, I paid for that. That right. I paid for it, you know, and I liked it. I put it up there because I thought fellow bourbon drinkers will like it. Yeah. Um, You know, sometimes we'll put the bottom shelf bourbon up there because I want to show people that I might not necessarily drink that neat, like cabin steel, um, but I'll put it in a in a mule and drink it and it tastes just fine to me yeah i mean for like 7.99 for a bottle of it that's right that's pretty good <laughs> that's a lot of mules <laughs> so where else are you guys going t- today well today um supposed to go to woodford okay um so hit them up when we leave here and you're gonna um, be one of the last tours there right because they're kind of shutting things down aren't they yes i believe so yeah well hopefully by the time this episode airs we're we're through this I call it a big mess or fear mongering. I think, you know, I, hopefully it doesn't get that bad and hopefully I'm, I'm right. And everybody else is wrong. Right. Yeah. But nevertheless, Woodford has sent out a press release today. Right. That said that they're shutting down their tours and others are following, I assume. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Brown, he, Brown Foreman. Brown uh, Foreman. Said all, all theirs. I think today Kentucky was the 15th and um, Tennessee, which is Jack Daniels, is the 16th. Right. It was. Yeah. So yeah, that affects that that particular shutdown affects Woodford. It affects Old Forster. And you're going to both those places. We're going to Old, old Forster tomorrow. <laughs> you're going to try yeah. to. Yeah. All right. And then, and then, of course, it affects Jack Daniels in Tennessee. Yeah. <laughs> and Beam closed down yesterday, didn't they? Yes. Yes. Now, they just completely shut everything down yeah. there, I, I think. I believe so, yes. Yeah, and so, Wild, and, Wild and, Turkey put something out and said that they're going to close down tours. but And I was kind of surprised to see Jimmy Russell look like he was at the distillery yesterday, given, you know, meeting tourists and stuff. And I was kind of surprised by that because he's not. He's not, not a young, young man. No, nah, not a young man. And right. he would be at high risk. Um, oh, yeah. And you don't know who's coming in there. You know, I'd, I'd almost have a bouncer at the door and said, you know, here's some hand sanitized, squirt them hands. Right. Or maybe pour some wild turkey on top of your hands. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you don't want one for Jim. That's right. Yeah, you don't need hand sanitizer or wild turkey. You just need some one-on-one. Wash your right. hands and here, here's a cup of mouthwash, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you, Jay, you're a listener. You're, you probably are number one i would say number one fan on instagram or on and on facebook you're in our roadies group always talking what drew you to our podcast the honesty the um the way you guys review the bourbon that you drink and you guys don't you guys don't bullshit around you give your opinion you tell tell people what you think and let everybody else decide if they want to try it try it if you don't don't um, it, that, that's pretty much it. I mean, it's, it's, you guys are down to business. You know what you're, what you want to do each episode, you know, each episode and the way it's supposed to go. The information that you guys get from distillers, from musicians, 
from whoever you guys interview. It's, it's just fun to, to listen to that and to listen to the history and, and to listen to how engaged your, your interviewees are, I guess I could say. Um, you know, even when you guys do the, uh, I think it was the, uh, the new year's Eve episode where it was, you did the blind yeah. tasting. Okay. Right. That, that was so much fun to listen to because everybody, you guys were just talking, just bullshitting. Yeah. And that, and that was it. We say the hashtag bourbon bullshitters. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's it. Well, you, and it's, you've learned so much. Too. Oh yeah. I've learned. Oh, I've learned more listening to your show than I could have picking up a book. Yeah. Oh, shucks. Well, that's a, that's yeah, a great no, compliment. It's true, though. I, I mean, appreciate that. Because, because he's very are, new to this, you and know. You're, and you're giving your honest opinion. And I think that's all we can do as me and Jim is, you know, we, we talk about that all the time. We just want to be us. and Right. Um, yeah, we're, we're not any kind of bourbon experts. I mean, we just like to drink it just like the rest of you guys do. And uh, well, I mean, we know what we like. I think everybody, regardless of how sophisticated your palate might be. Right. You know what you like. Right. So whether or not you can express it in terms of notes and all this other stuff, you can always say whether you like it or not. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's what counts. Sure. I, I, here's my thing is I I do think Jim is is a bourbon expert. He's always he's spot on 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 stuff. If you looked what the distiller put out as notes for a bourbon or a whiskey, Jim's pretty spot on to that. Me, on the other hand, I he, he does sensory, too, where he has his memories of. You know, I've always pick on him about charred hot dog, charred hot dog, or <laughs> right. cedar, cedar. And I'm like, you chewing on a cedar stave or something? No, it, it's just that memory he has of walking right. into mm-hmm. a horse barn or something. Where me, you know, I I got a sweet tooth, so I'm always thinking, you know, Twizzlers or Honey Smackum cereal or something <laughs> like that. Right? Or, yeah. Um, you know, with this right here, uh, you know, I used to love cinnamon candies and right. just sucking on that cinnamon candy, especially when we we're out at sea or something, and just kind of pass the time and. This this fry right here kind of has that cinnamon taste to me, sweetness to it. I was kind of surprised by it. Yeah. So this is another baking spice kind of yeah. uh, sweet upfront baking spice kind of rye. Um, for me, um, I think that you know the finish on it is not real long. It's kind of drying on the on the finish. A little drying on the I, back of the palate. Yeah. A dry. I think it's probably yeah. you know if you're talking about mixing it and, and rye are great for making Manhattans and, and making, you know, old fashions. Um, I think it's a bit sweet, yeah. but it'd probably make a good, I think it'd make a good old fashioned. I think it'd be a little bit sweet though. Um, this is sweeter than what I think when I think of like, uh, you know, some of the other rides that are out there, like a Rittenhouse or, or, a um, Knob Creek. I think it's a little bit sweeter than those. What about you? you, th- you yeah. I, same? I can see that. I've never had the, the Knob Creek, but I have had, um, Obviously, this one. Yeah. And I'm at a loss for words for which one, which other ones I've actually had. Uh, whistle pig 10 year. But it's just a different flavor profile than. Now, the than, whistle pigs are 95 fives, right? So they're, they're high rise. Right. Rise. I mean, so yeah, it's, it's definitely, rise, right? definitely a different flavor rise. profile. Yeah. Um, <laughs> tastes like some rye bread to you, Jen. It yeah. t- pickles. It tastes like, like pickles pickle. to me. <laughs> pickle mm-hmm. juice. It does. Oh, well, there's, hey, that's your taste, though, right? right? Yeah, yeah, you're the one's got to like it. So, oh, yeah. and you're a weed, you're a weeded person. Yeah, so, well, what's your favorite wheat? Well, we've just been able to find the those two bottle of Wellers that we have. I think right now those might be 
Well, this might in, be it. You're, you're in Kentucky. I mean, they, they got it here. They're putting it out. You, you guys said you, you bought some weeded bourbon today. You bought the Wilderness Trail. We did. We did. Um, which to me is right up there, one of the top mm-hmm. weeded bourbons out there. You ha- you got to taste some one of my, my yeah. store picks today. Yeah, it was, it was, butter, it was butterscotch bomb. Fantastic. You know, and it tastes, even yeah. smells like butterscotch. It's, it's delicious. My favorite bourbon right now, though, is that the um Woodford double the Woodford double oak is amazing. Now Woodford double oak isn't a weeded bourbon. Right, no, it's not. It's not. But it's it, not. It is a. It's a so fantastic you bourbon. Here, I have a double double up on oh, the shelf. Nice. <laughs> so we'll have to let you try that. Yeah. But you know we did that that blind tasting on uh, New Year's Eve, and that's what I brought, yeah. and that's what won. Well, as soon as they came downstairs, I knew. I already knew what it was. Yeah, I was like, "That's my glass," and everybody else was like, "Oh, don't we? We don't know what that is." And I was like, "That's mine right yeah. there. I know what it is. That stuff yeah. is ch- chocolate dark." Yeah, and I was like, "This is going to win the night right here." Yeah, and it. I mean, it's pure butterscotch to me. It, it tastes like butterscotch. Some big name bourbons. Four Roses, right? We yep. had. Uh, who? What else did we had? We had a Four Roses small batch select. Yep. And then Jefferson Reserve. We had the Jefferson's Reserve, just the standard Jefferson Reserve release. Yep. And uh, we had, uh, what do we have from Buffalo Trace? I don't know if we had a Buffalo Trace, did what we? What did Troy bring? Man, I, don't, I don't remember what he brought either. I, you know, I, I, I don't know, but it's, it's, are you going to go look up on your phone? <laughs> I am going to have to look it up now because I'm thinking. Well, Mike's, well, Mike's searching that on the phone. So you guys are staying in Lexington. What what places are kind of on your list of to-dos over there? Well, I definitely, um, after listening to your show at Bluegrass Distillers, I would love to go there and be able to pour a bottle. You're going to fill a bottle? I would love to. Awesome. Um, and, and that's that's it's a just, pretty special. It's just a cool feel. thing to be able to yeah. do, yeah. to be able to say, Hey, I went, I went there and I poured that bottle and I sealed, sealed the bottle and I took it home with me. Yeah. And yeah. you wrote your own label too. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. yeah. You sit there and write your own label. Yeah. And, and you put it, they've got a, a log register. You get to register the bottle in the official log. You <laughs> nice. know. But um, just in case the tax man comes tax after man you. Comes All right. Uh, but yeah, so they were supposed to release their bottle and bond. I don't know if you remember the episode, but their yeah. bottle and bond was releasing in March. I, thought, I think which it was is, so right, right about now. Right about now. Yeah. I think it was right around now. And March seventh, they did the uh, Humane Society okay. bottles that they that they had talked about. Okay, cool little cool little place. When you guys drive over there, it's kind of hard. I would say hard to find because um, it's on the side of the building where you think it'd be on the front, but. you not a whole lot of parking there. Yeah. Um, well, probably probably Uber. Uber it over yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. That, that beautiful, it's a little bitty distillery. They're in an old warehouse and stuff. And oh, and you're a beer guy too. So, you know, they're right next door to West Six Brewing. <laughs> yes. So they have some great beers there. That'll be fun. Yeah. yeah. Some so, great places there in, in Lexington. I think you guys picked a great time because it's not too hot here. You know, if you'd come in the summertime, it'd be sweltering heat here. Yeah. Probably like South Carolina. Yeah. Columbia. I know when you guys are in the group and you're talking about coming in here, you're saying, where should we go? What should mm-hmm. we do? And you got all these people saying, check this out, check that out. I guess I'm sure you were told about OBC mm-hmm. Kitchen. Yes. Uh, Bells. Yes. Um, probably heard about uh, um, the Whiskey Bear. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. J- Justin's House of Bourbons over yes. there. They got one in Louisville now as well. Yes. I'd say the, did- the Stillery District, we talked, told you guys about that. They have a the uh, old so, pepper, old pepper distillery. That's where it's at, and they've got 
You grab a little pizza over at Goodfellas. Goodfellas. They got a cider mill over there. They got an axe throwing place. I don't know if you want to do that after you've been drinking bourbon with us. But <laughs> They've got a few of those in Columbia now, chop too. Toe, fun. Chop a pinky toe off. Right. <laughs> Jason will be going back to work on, on Monday. Is that when you go back to work? Yeah. Yeah. Pinky toe. Look. No pinky toes. <laughs> what happened to you? Well, I went to Kentucky and <laughs> sat you with these two fellows <laughs> on podcast. And they were like, you should go to those axe throwing place. And I chopped my damn pinky toe off. Right. So what do you guys think about this? So you got to come to Louisville or the Louisville area, the Bourbon Trail, and you get to visit some distilleries, and you get to come on as a guest on the Bourbon Road. How cool is that? Very that's, fun. That's pretty awesome. So what would you tell the other listeners out there that are like, I want to go there, but I don't want to, I don't want to be on that show. I can't be on, can't be on mic. <laughs> Jen, what would you tell them? Go ahead and do it. It's a lot of fun. Not, not, I mean, you were a little hesitant, a right? A little, little nervous, she's, she's, but I'm okay. She's kicked back now. Yeah, she, she, wanted, to hang, she wanted to hang out with Viv. I did. She got, she got some of that liquid I was going to hang out with Viv. <laughs> well, I bet when you're driving down here, you're like, where does this big chief guy live at? He lives down in a holler. Yeah, that road went forever. <laughs> but yeah. it's, it's beautiful horse country out there. Oh, it's, it's, it's awesome. And when yeah, you guys drive to Woodford Reserve, you're going to want to stop all over the place because there's, Nothing but racehorses over there. Oh, I'm sure. Beautiful. Wow. And if you have a chance, drive through Keeneland. Um, okay. Not, a, not the leaves aren't on the trees right now, so it is kind of dreary still, but it's still Keeneland's a beautiful place. Yeah, yeah it's a good time of year to come here because, well, you know, the trees are still, yeah, like you said, you know, the, the trees are still kind of bare, just starting to bud out, but the grass is turning green. It is. and the, And the daffodils are starting to come up. Yeah, I got them wild, them wild onions coming up right yeah. now. Drive me insane. <laughs> almost, almost went out there this morning and mowed our. We got a little two front pieces of grass there, and I was like, "Man, I got, there's one piece that's like a foot high already." And I'm like, "It's driving me nuts." All right, so to- we we've tried the rye, we've tried the other one you brought, Mike. Why don't you let one of these guys pick something and throw it into the mix? You guys would like to have something else we'll throw into the show here? What's something that you haven't had? I don't care what it is. There, <laughs> and there's everything over there. there. I would say there's two bottles over there. I'm not going to open until my grand, no, grandkids birth. So not even yeah. worried about that. I'm looking at something by, directly behind me. Yeah. That's already open. Yeah. Oh, what is it? And I can't decide if the Weller Foolproof or the Weller 12. Well, I'll tell you that Weller Foolproof, Jim went on that pick. But that Weller 12 is. I'd I would say both of them are pretty hard to find. Yeah, I would, I would say let's do the twelve. Yeah, let's, you want to try the twelve? Let's do, yeah. sure. let's, let's do some Weller twelve. All right. And uh, while Mike is going to pull out the Weller twelve, we'll talk a little bit about your Buffalo Trace tour this morning. So tell me which tour did you go on? Uh, well, we ended up not going on the tour. Um, okay. Because of for safety precautions, because of coronavirus, they were only letting uh, 15, 50 people at a time in the gift shop. So that line was backed up because everybody realized that today was the Blanton's release day. Got it. So a lot of people showed up for that specifically. Um, and as people were coming out, so if two people came out of the gift shop, they would let two more people in. Okay. So that took up a majority of the time this morning. Um, and we wanted to make sure to get this hit time and get here for the show. So, um, you know, I think, you know, at, at, at least at Buffalo Trace, that's pretty much a normal thing there. You, you know, that, you. that line at the gift shop, hoping to pick up a, a Blanton's is something that happens pretty much every day. Now, Mike, they have those, uh, I'm asking you a question and you're off microphone right now, but I think that they have those, uh, the day of the week that they normally get those in is like Thursday or Friday. Mm-hmm. So today was a Friday. 
and they had the Blantons out. Yes. Great. So after this, you're going to um, Woodford. Yes. And which tour are you going on at Woodford? Just the Woodford tour, right? Just a Woodford tour. I don't think they have different tours there, do they? I, I don't. I don't know that they do. Uh, I didn't get real specific with it. I just signed up for a tour and yeah. went from there. Okay. Well, I know that they, they do have some cocktails being served in their waiting room. In their waiting room. They've got a beautiful <laughs> lounge there with a big fireplace and um, a bottle shop in there and a gift shop. And it's really nice. And and then the tours sort of originate from there. Yeah. Mike, do they have um, do they have multiple tours there or just one? Do you remember? I think they're like any other brown forming place. They they got different levels there. Do stuff you yeah, have of tours you can do. Um, I think you got to ask for them though. It seems like the only times I've ever been there, it's been with with Elizabeth McCall or somebody. So I've had kind of the private. I've only went to the gift shop there to be honest. With you. <laughs> <laughs> I never, now Vivian, she's she's made it past the gift shop. She took our son over there, and he wanted to go over there and. You know, I don't know if you've heard us talk about that before, but my son is like, he loves bourbon and I, I'm glad he does. I mean, I'm glad he, he sits and he's, I asked him the other day, I said, Hey, have you broke into your plans yet? And he's like, Nope, not at all. <laughs> I got it hidden. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, that's a good boy right there. Um, so tomorrow, what are you, you going to old Forrester, which yes. is another Brown Foreman, uh, distillery yes. downtown Louisville. Now what is something special about that? We're, we're, well, we're doing the nothing better in the market tour. And a fellow roadie member and his wife are also doing the same tour tomorrow. Um, I, I, I don't remember how I saw it and how he was, how he came about saying he was doing it, but I Facebook messaged him and said, Hey, I'll see you at the tour. He said, well, that's awesome. Look forward to seeing you. So we're probably going to see each other at the tour tomorrow. Well, there you go. That's a, that's a good, a good reason to let everybody know. Not a bad idea to join the roadies, huh? Yeah. yeah. Right. I mean, it's, it's, it's awesome. There's great conversation in there. Um, I'll put it to you like this. We had joined a little bourbon page local in Columbia uh-huh. and Jen posted something and everybody came in trash talking. Okay. Don't know the reason. Don't know why. Couldn't explain it. So we were like instantly turned off. We we both defriended the group. Said no, nope, not not going to have it because I don't want to go somewhere where people are going to bring negativity towards my opinion, her opinion, anybody's opinion on what they want to drink and what they're going to pay for it. I think you know, and I'm not going to say anything bad about anybody out there because everybody does their own thing. But I think that a Facebook group can take on the personality or the morals or whatever you want to call it of the administrators. Yes. Whatever the administrators want it to be and how they manage it and enforce things, mm-hmm. it's going to control. So if a lot of those people come in there and I don't know if you want to call them trolls or whatever it is, and they're allowed to get away with it. Right. Then that's going to perpetuate and it's going to become like that. Oh, yeah. so, it's like a forest fire. I mean, it just spreads. Yeah. You know what I do is I, I try to kill them with kindness and Hey, Oh, yeah. Even me and Jim, we we have those people yeah. that you don't know what you're talking about, or and they sure. don't know really who they're. I I wouldn't say who they're talking to because I don't think I'm anybody. I'm just bourbon bullshitter. But um, they, I don't think they knew who they're talking about or right. where I live at. You know, we do live on the bourbon trail. Right. Yes, you um, do. And we have access to people that most people don't have access to, and we get to taste bourbons that. Some people will never get a taste. Me right. and Jim yeah. were the first 
first two people or fifth people on the fourth and fifth person on the planet of the earth to try old Forrester birthday bourbon 2020. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Um, most people right. don't get that experience. Sure. And we, we're lucky enough to get that experience. And I, I don't go on those groups and brag about that. Right. Right. Um, but it's also know who good to know who you're talking to. Um, exactly. And just, I would say kill them with kindness, you know? Oh yeah. I don't even think I commented. It was just, yeah, I, we, I, we, like I, it I took on this it, whole life of its own. And it was like, what well, in the world just happened? Like, yeah. I find it as a challenge. I'm like, Hey, thank you for giving me so much attention. <laughs> um, I really appreciate your support. Right. And uh, cheers. And then if they say something back out, Hey, I love it, man. I yeah. really dig it. And you know, Hey, my bourbon, my way I paid for it. And, or somebody says, I hate that bourbon and I got a bottle of it. I'm like, well, heck ship it to me and I'll drink it. I mean, I, I'm, I'll be fine. I got friends that'll drink it. I got plenty of friends. Right. Yeah. I'll don't, share it with yeah, them. Don't pour that down. Drink. I'll pay the shipping. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but you know, the, the, another thing is, and you guys have seen it. You guys have been in the group for a while. I mean, somebody will say something, uh, some, some comment about wilderness trail or something. And then, Pat Heist will come in and, you know, from Wilderness Trail and he'll make a comment about it. He'll right. set it straight. Right. Or Lisa Wicker from Widow Jane will come in and say, yeah, this is what I was thinking when I did that. So we've got, you know, we've got some distillers who are in there. And so it's a great place to just chit chat and be real, I think. And oh, yeah. it, it really is. It really is. We, I don't think we'll ever allow it to be, you know, it's, it's going to be what me and Jim want it to be really is. We want it to be clean. We want it to be fun. And exactly. we don't want anybody to bash anybody in there. If somebody puts a b- bottle of cabin steel up in there, put it up in there. Sure. Right. You know, if you made some homemade hooch at your house, put it up in there. I do not care. Exactly. Hey, if you're drinking it, I mean, well, don't I put mean, your address I mean, on it's there. okay. Right. <laughs> well, let, let's, let's talk about what is okay. Let's say somebody is drinking well or 12 and another person comes in and says, you know, I drink well or 12 and it wasn't my thing. That's okay. That is right. That is fine. That's yeah. okay because they're talking about them and their experience, but yeah. don't talk about somebody else's experience. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I, I think that's fine to say, Hey, that's, I don't dig that bourbon. I don't like it. Whatever. Just say something's trash. I, you know, I think that's to where there's a fine line there, you know, to where you, right. If you say something's trash or it's disgusting or, Hey, don't fit my palate. I'm fine with that. Well, I like that. We got we got all these listeners out there going, these guys are drinking Weller 12 and they're not even talking about it. So come on, guys. Let's talk about the Weller 12. Come on now, Jen. You got to sip on this. I'm just let him go first. I've already been sipping on it. Oh, well then. <laughs> now, is this the first time you've had this? Yes. <laughs> wow. Well, it it it's, is it is a special <gasps> bourbon. Yes, it is. Weller 12 is definitely a special bourbon. Um, I We don't talk a lot about price on here because price is relative to your you know what you're willing to spend for something is relative to right. your earning capacity yeah exactly so it's not always good to talk about price we'll say what the price is but whether or not you should spend the money on it that's entirely up to you weller 12 is a fine bourbon it is it's well crafted they say that sweet spot is eight to twelve years i think weller 12 is at the pinnacle of that sweet spot i mean it's a good weeded bourbon that is beautiful <laughs> <laughs> See, that's that, to me. <laughs> I love saying something like that. That's a sexy bourbon. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, it, it, it is. It, I, I don't mind saying how much I paid for that bottle because I don't think I overpaid for it. I didn't get to pay retail for it. it it's almost impossible to find one at retail unless you want to spend four hours, six hours out at Liquor Barn when they're doing a release or something. And right. I, I just don't have the time to do that. Right. But I had a friend said, Hey, I can get you a bottle for a hundred bucks. And I'll. 
That sounds like a great deal to I me. Do that okay. all, I do that all day. Yeah. Yeah. All day. Yeah. Well, well, another friend asked the same guy, I said, hey, can I get a bottle of that $100 Weller 12? No, you cannot. No, you cannot. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk about it a little bit. So this is a definitely an oak forward bourbon. You guys yes. agree with that? Yes. Definitely. Um, it's got a richness to it and a high, high amount of caramel. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A lot of caramel, almost to the point of, I'm not going to say butterscotch because it's not burnt. Definitely, it's got that rich caramel flavor to it, and I'm still on the nose, but I almost drained my whole glass here. I mean, I poured myself a big old heavy pour of it, and I'm starting to feel the big chief ready to roll. <laughs> but one thing I'll say about Weller is it is a well-balanced bourbon. It doesn't, like, jut out too much on the front or the back or the sides of the palate. It just sort of hits you everywhere, gives you that nice experience, and the finish is medium to long. Yeah, I think every one of their bourbons, either from, from the Weller Special Reserve uh, to the foolproof um, and their um, antique, all of them are not the same, but they all are great drinkers. And, I, and I'll say somebody to somebody, I'll, what, what's your bourbon? And uh, I'll say, oh, Weller Special Reserve. And they're like, what? Really? And I'm like, yeah, that's that's what I drink. I mean, um, I actually shipped a bottle to somebody and um, they, uh, my wife said, you, how many more bottles do you think out of that? And I was like, I don't know, four or five under the cabin there. We're good. We got a little, we got a little, <laughs> we Secret got a stash. little stockpile. <laughs> well, after listening to several of your episodes and you guys stating repeatedly, you have to get to know or have a conversation with those um, liquor store owners. And because I did that when we went to Augusta and we spent 45 minutes in this mom and pop shore store, Jen asked, do you have any Weller? He said, as a matter of fact, I do. And so he came out of the back and he had a Weller special reserve for $30 and two cents after tax. That's, that's pretty good price. There you go. Yeah. There you go. So not only did you have a good time chatting with the owner, Exactly. Yeah, and he's a great, great guy. And, w- and will I go back to him? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. That was worth the 45 minute to hour drive. That's the, yeah. That's the worth of, for the price of admission. Yeah. Right yeah. There. Yeah. yeah. That's good that you guys have, have started creating that and you've went out there and you've got on your own bourbon road and you, you're yeah. starting to enjoy life a little bit um, as well. You should after being in the military for so long um, and you're out there just enjoying our bourbon culture, I think is one of the things, great things about this American spirit is just, it's wonderful. Yeah, absolutely. So guys, I really appreciate you coming to our part of the world, spending some time with us and hanging out, sharing your bourbon with us. I want to thank you for having us. It's a, it's a blast. It's so, a lot of fun. Yeah. We had a great time. So you've been inside my house. It's <laughs> right. It's an amazing house. Very nice. So, so just to tell all the listeners out there, because we always say, if you come in my house, I'll open any bottle. They're all open already. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know there's a couple. Everybody's going to wait on for grandkids or whatever the special occasion may be. And and that's your right. It's your bourbon. Yeah. You can do that. And, yeah. you know, nobody should get upset because somebody says, uh, 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 I'm, <laughs> I'm holding off on that one. You got to wait for that one. So if people want to find you out there, you guys are in the Bourbon Roadies. Yes, we are on yes. Facebook. Yes. Don't really do Instagram too much, but Not Facebook's much. kind of your thing. Yeah. But they can find you in the Bourbon Roadies. And Definitely. Uh, what is your Facebook name? 
Jason Waller. And yours? Jennifer Waller. Jennifer and Jason Waller on Facebook in the Bourbon Roadies. Yours is actually Jennifer Greg Waller. I Jennifer. apologize. It is Jennifer Greg Waller. There you go. Well, <laughs> once they join the roadies, they'll see you guys are in there and you're very active. Yes. And uh, and they can strike up a conversation with you. Probably going to find a post from you within the last day or so. because you're <laughs> Most likely. Active. Yes. Most likely. Yes. So while we, we got you on air, I'm going to put you on the spot real fast. Oh, so Damn. me and Jim would like to ask you if you'd like to be one of the new moderators for the Bourbon Road. Bourbon I, Roadies. Yeah. What do you think, Jason? I think I could do that. <laughs> so, so you, have you have you got that wherewithal to to give a boot in the butt when it has to happen? If it needs to, yeah. But well, I was a drill sergeant. I was a drill sergeant for three years. Of course, I can do it. <laughs> but you know, it won't. It's too nice in there, isn't it? Everybody's so good. It is. It is. It really is. Yeah. So you can find me uh, or us at thebourbonroad.com. You can find us on Instagram and on Facebook at the Bourbon Road. Um, you can find me at One Big Chief on Instagram and Facebook. I'm Jay Shannon sixty three, and we actually have, and we'll mention it once again, a private Facebook group which is called the Bourbon Roadies, and uh, where like minded people like to hang out and just chit chat about bourbon and things related, their trips to the bourbon country or whatever it might be. Uh, and you might even find out that you can meet up with somebody for a a, a, a tour of a distillery, right? Yes. All right. Well, we've really enjoyed having you guys on the show today. It's been a blast. We hope that other listeners will reach out to us like you guys did, and uh, and we can have them on the show at some point. I think it's some we might want to do from time to time. Mike, what do you think? Oh, I think it's a it's a, it's a great idea. All right. You know, I got to get me some me some Instagram shots while we're doing this. Well, I'm smiling. So. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, get, right. we'll get some before they take off. All right. Well. We're on the Bourbon Road, but we want you guys to enjoy the rest of your trip down the Bourbon Road. So, Jennifer. Thank you. Jay. Thank you. Thank you for stopping in. Cheers. Thank you for having us. Cheers. Cheers. We do appreciate all of our listeners, and we'd like to thank you for taking time out of your day to hang out with us here on the Bourbon Road. We hope you enjoyed today's show, and if so... We would appreciate if you'd subscribe and rate us a five-star with a review on iTunes. Make sure you follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at The Bourbon Road. That way you'll be kept in the loop on all The Bourbon Road happenings. You can also visit our website at thebourbonroad.com to read our blog, listen to the show, or reach out to us directly. We always welcome comments or suggestions. And if you have an idea for a particular guest or topic, be sure to let us know. And again, thanks for hanging out with us.